Curriculum Associates presents Extraordinary Educators with hosts Sari Labaris and Danielle Sullivan. Get ready to hear tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching, leadership, and drive student learning. We're here for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. This is Danielle. Hey, everyone. It's Sari. Welcome back. We are so excited to share our conversation with 2023 Extraordinary Educator Jonathan, who is a teacher in Florida. Yes, it was such a breath of fresh air talking with him. He is so positive, fun, um, and getting to know him was really fun too with some of his likes and and just, just you'll see. I just can't wait for you to hear. Yeah, we started off by asking him what he was up to these days. So here's our conversation with him. Hi, Jonathan. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. So I would love to know, I mean, I've been in a lot of travels with talking with educators lately. A lot of people are still struggling with building relationships with students and actually focusing on students, sharing data with students, goal setting with students. But I'd love to hear from you how, what, it, what's your perspective on that? How do you approach this? And tell us a little bit about your, your world. Yeah, so absolutely. So first and foremost, I always believe in making sure that relationship is established first. And this goes back to even when I was at, you know, USF St. Pete, you know, go Bulls. Um, when the first thing they told me was when you're interning in a classroom, we don't want you simply sitting in the back of the room and watching what's going on walk around, introduce yourself to kids. You see, they're wearing like a, Oh, like a, like a Bucks Jersey. Oh my God. I love Gronkowski. He's great. Like things like that. You want to get to know the kids first. And so I took that philosophy that I was taught at USF and I wanted to apply it in my classroom. And so I'm a firm believer that kids don't want to learn or they can't really learn if they don't have that relationship first. And so I feel like having that relationship there first is the key to any academic success period. Um, I can't teach you if I, if you don't have a relationship with me, um, having those relationships is so important to me. And that comes with simple, simple things like goal setting as well. And being able to tell your students and recognize that you also make mistakes. Um, a lot of the times I especially work at a school where the clientele is very perfectionist. Um, we have very involved parents, which is amazing. It is, that's what helps us be so successful. That's what helps us be so successful. So I love that they're involved as well, but also we have kids that also want to meet those high expectations as well, which is amazing. So I love to goal set with them as well. And also show them that it's okay to make mistakes. Even when I am teaching, I'll say, oh, I didn't really mean to say it that way. Or honestly, if I've had a lesson that I didn't really like, I will come out and say, I did not really like that. Like, oop, control, alt, delete, like mm, erase. Let's start all, all over again, right? We don't like that. Um, let me just do it one more time, right? Because I'm a firm believer in second chances, third chances, four chances, five chances. And when kids know they, they can make mistakes and make mistakes freely in your classroom, that's really the foundation of a strong relationship is when they can make those mistakes and they don't feel judged for it. And they see it as an opportunity, opportunity to grow, versus um, a chance for their peers to think more poorly of them. Absolutely. I felt like we could have done a mic drop after pretty much every sentence you said there. Yeah. So um, just relationships first. Absolutely. And especially as you get into teaching older students, it's so important that that 
the the culture of mistakes and it's okay to just try and we'll see what happens is is so critical. I'm curious, like if I'm a, if I'm a teacher listening or for our listeners, I guess if you're at the point in the year now where you feel as though you there might be some students you're still trying to get to know, or there are some students who are still hesitating to try because they're afraid of not getting it right. What mm-hmm. what kind of things can those teachers do to to reach all of their learners? So what I recommend doing is I have a morning circle every single every single morning. So that's how we start our day. Um, I don't want to get into academics first. I don't do the do nows. I have everyone get in a circle. And we always have like a quick connection question that goes along with our social emotional learning. And so I give them an opportunity. For example, if I see that some students are struggling, maybe um, we just did an iReady diagnostic and some kids didn't meet their growth um, that they wanted to have, that they determined on their goal interview that I had with them. And so if they're upset, we'll talk about that. Like how, what can we do to help ourselves, you know, have that positive talk? How can we help ourselves? Um, Sorry, I got distracted. There's someone outside. <laughs> um, I'll start over. Okay. So for example, like if I had an interview with one of my students after they had their, they didn't see that they made great growth that they wanted to make on their diagnostic. Maybe they made a few mistakes or they got really psyched out or they were anxious. Um, that would be a topic of our discussion at our morning meeting that we would have. So for example, I would say, man, have you ever done something where you were really looking forward to it. You had all your goals in like in mind and you remembering all your strategies and just your anxiety gets in the way. You get super scared and you're like, what do I do? Like I'd ask, what are some ways that you guys handle that anxiety? Or even if you don't really have a good solution, maybe ask the person next to you, what do they do when they feel like they're struggling? And so we'll talk with each other and we'll come up with all these solutions. And we just kind of out, out loud brainstorm and just, you know, put it all out there. And that's just that beautiful conversation that we have to also further let them know that it is okay that you made a mistake, even if it felt as big as, you know, your diagnostic, right? Because at the end of the day, it is one test and you're going to have another chance, right? So I want them to understand it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay not to get what you want, but at the end of the day, it's okay to not keep trying. I mean, it's okay. It's not okay to not keep trying. So I want them to keep trying for that. And so I want them to that. I want to instill that motivation in them as well. I love everything you're saying. It is so important. Um, So I want to ask you something for real. Mm -hmm. I live in Florida. You Mm -hmm. teach in Florida. Yes. You said the word social emotional learning, which we're reading in the news that you're not supposed to say in certain districts in Florida. How are you doing? How are you feeling? And how are you approaching knowing what's best for kids? Because everything you're sharing is 100% what's best for kids in the climates of being in a state where it's very visible that there's some policies happening that aren't best for kids. Absolutely. I mean, this goes along too with all the other attacks on education from the books we read to, um, last call for all bus riders, last call for all bus riders, bus riders. This is your last call. At least, you know, it's the last call. So there's no more. (laughs) Um, but that also goes along with like, the everything that's going around with books or just the simple dialogue coming from certain politicians about, you know, teachers in Florida. Um, and it has been, what's the question? I'm sorry. How are you doing? Okay. So basically, I know, pretty simple. Um, honestly, what I've been doing is I've just been doing what I've been doing because it's a lot of noise and I'm a firm believer that noise comes and goes. And so at the end of the day, we're, I'm going to continue doing what is best for my students. 
And no one's going to stop me from doing that. And if someone doesn't want me doing those things, then I'm teaching in the wrong state. Um, but I haven't heard that yet. I have had very supportive parents. I haven't had an issue with anything related to um, social emotional learning or the books I read in my class. Um, nothing like that. But I've also been very fortunate. I have heard other stories from other teachers around the state um, that have not had those experiences that I've had. Um, but um, other than that, I mean, it's been very disheartening um, because we know what's happening in our classrooms. We know what's happening in our schools. And these are the people that, quite frankly, don't step foot in any of our schools. So at the end of the day, we know what is best. And I feel like we should continue doing what's best. Um, so, yeah. Definitely. You are, you are the expert there. And I think it's so hard when there's people making decisions that, like you said, they haven't even been there physically at all and have yet to understand what you're going through on a day-to-day. -day. So just hearing about your mindset and how you kind of grapple with that is really helpful. Well, Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And I'd love to know, I'm curious, what is one activity or what's one connection thing that you do in a morning meeting? So as listeners, if they want to start somewhere, um, if you could share maybe your go-to or one of your favorite activities to help build those relationships with students. Absolutely. So like one of the activities that I will do, for example, is like a think pair share. Um, so we'll think about a question, they'll pair up and then they'll share their ideas with each other. Um, also, another one that I'll do as well is, for example... If I've had an issue with gossip, because, you know, fifth grade kids start to talk and they yeah. become more mindful of you know, who they are as they're growing up. And so, um, for example, the other day we did a telephone activity. Very simple. We know we all know how telephone goes, right? You start off with a phrase and one person goes and whispers it to the next. And nine times out of 10, it comes back to that same person. It's not what they started out with. So just having that conversation that, you know, listen, we don't we don't need to share information without that person being there to defend themselves. So just doing activities like that, that aren't just simply me telling you, it's actually getting them engaged and saying, oh, that's right. Maybe I shouldn't do that because this is a great example of what I don't want to happen to me. So I especially don't want to make someone else feel that way. Love that. And what a powerful way to do it. So they come to that own conclusion themselves, right? Like they know what I'm assuming you share out what it started as and what it right. ended as. And rather than you just saying, don't gossip, you know, like it, it's just so much Absolutely. more powerful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, Jonathan. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today, but we appreciate you. And thank you so much for sharing all of your tips and expertise with us. Yes. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. That's it for today's episode of the Extraordinary Educators podcast. Please leave us a review where you listen to podcasts as it really helps us reach more educators like you. Follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associ and on Instagram at MyIready. If you have feedback, a topic of interest, want to be a guest or have a question, email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. This is about you. We're here for you. So until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary. The Extraordinary Educators podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates, editing by Danielle Sullivan, social media by At City Hannon, guest booking by Sari Liberis, music by Mark Bernstein. This podcast is copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associates and on Instagram at MyIready and send your emails to extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. 